This is Earth Radio. And now here's human music. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. And this is your host, Jaime. And the other host, Danny and Lewis. Danny, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey there, everyone. Good to see you today. And Lewis. What's up, world? What's going on, everybody? So the last couple of days have been really crazy for movie trailers. And I'm really excited about one of the movie trailers that I'm going to talk about. But before I start, I'd like to know what you guys think. Uh, the three movie trailers that we're going to be talking about are Jackass Forever, The Last, da- the last Duel, right? I was going to say The Last Dance. The Last Duel. Well, we can talk about The Last Dance. We can talk about The Last Dance, baby. I, I, I thought you were going to go the, la- the, the Last Danny. <laughs> no, no, no. The Last Duel, correct? Yes, that is correct. Okay. And <laughs> the big one for me, Dune. But first, let's go ahead and talk about Jackass Forever. So, Lewis, give us a little uh, rundown synopsis of what you think. Uh, well, the easiest synopsis to, to, to use for this is the Jackass boys are back. Uh, they have reunited. Obviously, we're missing a couple members due to them just kind of breaking away from Jackass and to- entirely. Uh, Ryan Dunn is no longer with us. Rest in peace. Uh, Bam is surprisingly missing from the trailer, but for all accounts... From what I've been able to read up on, he's just not part of it anymore. Um, they, he kind of let himself go, not just physically but mentally as well, and so he's become a liability for them, I guess. But with that, I think what they're trying to set up with this movie, and also by naming it Jackass Forever, is they're building the next generation of Jackass people. They're bringing in. I've seen at least three people. Three new people that have never been in another Jackass movie. They're in this. One is female, so I think we have the first female crew member officially, I guess. But, uh, so was one of them Andre, uh, Eric Andre, right? He's a guest. I, I don't yeah. think he'll be a full Jackass, but, I mean, he's a guest for sure. He's on there. Yeah, and was that Machine Gun Kelly? too in the trailer at the beginning that Probably. was machine gun kelly yeah i'm pretty sure it was machine gun kelly yeah he got he, seems he got like knocked in the pool by the giant hand <laughs> yeah no, that was pretty oh funny. that looked great so okay your guys's thoughts on this film what what do you think danny uh you know i think it looks fun i think it's gonna be the same old jackass they're gonna do stupid stunts which are hilarious um you know it's a jackass movie you know what you're getting into um i want to see it i'll probably laugh and um i hope to see some crazy fun stunts you know what i think i what i think is going to happen in this is that this is like their final movie their final hurrah and it's going to be great um although i know that uh some of the guys got hurt while they were filming uh, jack like the very first stunt right like uh johnny knoxville and uh Steve-O got injured on the very first stunt That's right. that they filmed for this uh, yeah, movie. Yeah, they, they, and you see part of that at the end of the trailer. Yeah, I think it was that treadmill stunt. Yeah, the, the band treadmill stunt, yeah. Oh, that's... I that's... think uh, Steve-O starts bleeding out of his ear. Oh, I think Johnny Knoxville like, knocked himself, like he gave himself a concussion and he knocked out his teeth or something. Oh, that's right. They did mention that in the trailer, that you can't have a jackass movie without a concussion. 
<laughs> well, no, the 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 line for from Sivo about concussions is, uh, concussions suck, but they're okay as long as you have them before fifty, and Knoxville's forty nine, so we're okay. Oh, that's that. Yeah, that totally justifies it, which is hilarious, and it's kind of messed up. That feels like the all time mantra for jackasses. Concussions suck, but they're okay. I mean, they've done some really crazy things. Uh, I know they did a Shark Week thing. Yeah, I right? saw that. Yeah, they they were it? on a Shark Week uh, with like some of some of the new. They literally did uh, jumping the shark. Uh, for for those that don't know, in Happy Days, the old TV show, Fonzie decided to jump the shark uh, in an episode for no reason. And that became a term uh, associated when movie or when TV shows are terrible. If they're once good and then they turn terrible, they say it jumped the shark because that's what Happy Days did. Uh, so that's that's literally what they were doing uh, with the on Shark Week on Jackass. I think the new guy's name was Poopsies, which is a funny name. Um, I, I don't know if that's going to be in the movie or if that was just for Shark Week, but he was supposed to water ski over it, but he fell right in and a shark bit him, of course. <laughs> that's terrible. But the the one thing in the trailer, the one the one that I saw, that the one that really got me was the bear where they, they put honey. Oh, and, my God. I don't yeah. know. What, was, what else salmon. did they put on him? Honey? And, salmon. Salmon. Salmon, yeah, salmon on the, his crotch. They opened the door and the bear, oh, my God. So to see that on the big screen is going to be. I'd say okay. So what's your consensus? Are you going to watch it, skip it, or wait till it comes would, on DVD? On honestly, I was sold from the posters. The posters they were teasing before the trailer, I was already sold. In fact, well, that's I a think, watch from you. I, I think uh, so far with with our general group chat, uh, me, Shane, and Arturo are going to go watch it all together. Okay. We still have seats available. Well, join us. N- seeing is that I don't live in your area. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even realize. Hard. Wait, they already went on sale. No, I don't think so. But when they go on I'm, sale, they're gonna buy tickets. When they go on sale, we're gonna buy it to go. Oh, okay, I was gonna say because seats. Danny wants to go. Seats left. You is, can. You can see the. I do want to. You can see the excitement on Danny's face that he. No, I was. Just, I was just laughing. It's like, how do you have seats available? If they're not even on sale yet. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Meta- we'll, metaphorically, we'll wait for you, baby. We'll wait for you, baby. Come on, uh, it's gonna be a watch for me. Uh, I, if I, if we watch it on a Saturday night, I will drive up there, go watch it with you guys for sure. What about you, Danny? You gonna watch this? Yeah, for I'm, it, or no? I'm definitely at some point gonna go see it. Um, I don't know if it'll be opening weekend, but probably. Who knows? I feel like opening weekend might be a bit tough. But, well, it's not gonna you know sell out. It's not like it's not gonna have like the business of a Marvel movie, you know. True, Maybe. but if if although the theater's I, relatively, I think full of people. I think this movie would be fun with a big crowd. Um, so let's let's hope that Delta variant goes away by then, because <laughs> you know, let's hope we're still in a pandemic. Um, yeah, we are. Yeah. So, but I, I that would actually be fun. With you know, with the new variant that's out there, uh, with the new variants that they're discovering now, it's horrible. Delta's like right now the worst of them. Yeah, but that's but okay. We're getting better. That's all. So, Danny, talk about your movie trailer. Okay, so the uh, other trailer, one of the other trailers that was just released, was called "The Last Duel," 
Uh, and this is something I've been kind of following for a while. It's a Ridley Scott movie who did Alien, Gladiator, uh, Kingdom of Heaven, which I didn't care for, but I heard the director's cut is good. Uh, but it's Ridley Scott, so you know you'll get that epic, uh, you know, feel of a movie, as long as you ignore uh, his Moses movie that he did with Christian Bale, which I forgot until somebody posted that online. Um, but the last... <laughs> Do you remember that, or you guys? No. Yeah, he made what he, Moses movie? He made a. Uh, it's called Exodus: Gods and Kings. Christian Bale plays Moses. Oh God! Now remember, I just I remember that movie. Yeah. Now? Nope. I nope. I forgot about that until uh, which I think it wasn't too terrible, but obviously I forgot about it until now, which speaks about to its quality. I never saw it. Never saw a second of it. All I remember is that ugly, po- ugly gray poster that just says like exodus gods and kings in the middle yeah i don't think the marketing was too great but the last the last duel um you know i've I've been i heard about it for a while uh stars uh matt damon and ben affleck who both of them co-wrote this so um you know ben affleck who is an academy well they're both academy award-winning writers because of goodwill hunting uh, but Ben Affleck stepping behind the camera the past couple years has mostly been pretty good. Um, and there was a co-writer, I forget her name. Um, anyways, the movie is based on a true story in medieval times where Adam Driver plays a squire to Matt Damon's knight. And Matt Damon's wife in the movie, played by Jodie Comer, I think is her name. She played Ray's mom um, in R.O.S., so um, she accuses Adam Driver of raping her. And as you can do back then, instead of going to courts and police and whatnot, you can just have a um, combat challenge. Um, why? Um, a trial by combat that was escaping my mind. It was like thinking of Game of Thrones. So basically, Matt Damon uh, challenges Adam Driver to a duel to the death. If Matt Damon wins, then that means uh, that God has decided in Matt Damon's favor and uh, that Adam Driver did rape the wife and he was punished by death. But if Matt Damon loses, he dies. uh, And that means in the eyes of God that uh, Adam Driver's character did not rape her and then they kill the wife. So, um, you know, I won't spoil because I read what happened in the real duel, uh, but it looks epic. It looks like a Ridley Scott epic movie like Gladiator. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. Well, okay, I watched the trailer today. Uh, I thought Matt Damon and Ben Affleck looked goofy with their with their getups, but I'm sure that that was something that they did, that they, the style that they wore back in the time. But they just look really goofy with blonde hair and these little weird-looking soul patch-looking things. But overall, I think that trailer looked pretty good. It looked, I, in my eyes, it looked pretty fantastic. But I reserve judgment on this because I'm I don't really know much about it. But I, I I'd probably go watch it. I I will say this: if you look up the real combat that what happened, you know, I think you could just find on Wikipedia the description. It sounds like a Game of Thrones style battle. You know, think of like a the Mountain versus uh, the Red Viper. Uh, so that's that's what it sounded like. You know. Because this was a time um, where if you had a particular nemesis that you didn't like, shout out to something in the future, perhaps, uh, you could challenge them to a a trial by combat. You know, 
You could challenge them to a duel like we used to have here in America. We don't have those anymore. Lewis, what do you think? I mean, I'm thinking about how we've gone along at least a minute and a half of this, and no one said, Mad Damien. <laughs> Um, no, I, I wanted to do that joke, but uh, come on, man. Matt you knew I was Damon. That's <laughs> one. Look, Damon. Team America is one of my favorite movies, and Matt, da- Dirk. Matt Damon Dirk. to be in that Matt film. Damon? Dirk. Fantastic. Durka Durka. Durka Durka Durka. Durka Durka. Anyway, back to the film. Uh, so, Lewis, give us your thoughts. On the, uh, um, so, I'm not a big, like, I, I don't love movies from this era. Uh, I don't love shows from this era either. That's why I never watched Game of Thrones. I never watched Lord of the Rings and stuff like that. Even the the more magical stuff like Harry Potter and all that. Like I never watched that. I think I've only seen one Harry Potter movie, and it was because my friend had a free ticket and just wanted me to come along with her, so she didn't go to the movies alone. So I mean, I went. It was a free movie. Why the fuck not? But I didn't follow the story. I didn't follow the characters. That being said, I think having specific actors helps, at least helps me decide that I will watch it. Matt Damon, for as much fun as we poke at him, he's a great actor. Uh, ben, I didn't, I didn't even recognize Ben Affleck was in this movie at all. Um, yeah, he looks weird. I, I might have blinked and missed it completely. Um, you know, you know what I, I find funny. I'm pretty sure the movie takes place in France, or it could be England. I know those countries were always at war back then. Um, Matt Damon and um, Ben Affleck kind of put on some sort of accent. Uh, Jodie Cormer is like English. Adam Driver's just talking regular. You know, he doesn't he yeah. doesn't even put on an accent. He's just like, I'm just gonna talk regular. But whatever. No, he said, "Fuck you, I'm American." Yeah, that, you know that's kind of what he did with the movie Don Quixote. I don't know if you guys ever saw that movie. I didn't, but I was semi-interested because I think, well, what was it? It was Adam Driver and Ian McKellen? Yes. Isn't, yeah. well, isn't that about people making Don Quixote? And like, yeah, it is yeah. about so, people I mean, making it's Don not, Quixote. It's not an adaptation of Don Quixote, right? It's a- No, but it's it's a movie that... But I think he's also, I, I think also in the moments when it's the movie. movie. Right, but it's a movie about the movie. And how long it took to actually make the movie. Because it took years, apparently. So, okay. Um, so, is that going to be a movie you're going to watch, Lewis? Uh, I will watch. For the talent that's in the movie. Because I, I like, you know, I like Ben Affleck. I like Mac Damon. Adam Driver's becoming one of my uh, go-to actors. Kind of like, if I see him in the movie, I'm probably going to watch it in theaters. If not, as soon as it comes out on VOD. Um, yeah, and it'll be nice to to see something outside of my typical wheelhouse. Okay. Now, I will be talking about a movie that I have been waiting for uh, since I heard about it like about a year and a half ago. This is based on a property that was written in 1965 by Frank Herbert wrote this, this epic opera well, maybe not an opera, but he wrote this epic tale. About the popsicles in my basement? He, he wrote this epic tale. Space opera. About, yeah, so it's a space opera. But this is kind of like the inspiration for Star Wars and many other Baseball. sci-fi properties. 
because this movie delves into humanity pushing itself out into space and going beyond the final frontier no not the final frontier but it's more it's more akin to like mystery intrigue it's got a lot of uh never giving up and never surrendering no <laughs> to infinity and beyond no what okay you guys are making too many space jokes here i'll allow it I mean, can you come up and slam and then welcome in the jam? Okay, are all roads leading to Space Jam here? Get get yes, out of here. All roads lead we'll to talk space about jam. that okay. a little bit later in the show. <laughs> Spoiler but, alert. Okay, I'm talking about Dune. The movie Dune is coming out. Now, they've made a 1984 adaptation, which uh, starred Sting as one of the Harkonnens. Which this Sting? movie... The musician. Oh, and also Patrick Stewart was in it. Sting of the Police. He played Gurney Halleck. Oh, Sting of the not Sting of the Wrestling Variety. No, 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 no. Sting of the Police. Now, gotcha. this um, movie, this movie trailer actually opens up pretty faithful to the book. Now, there's a guy that I listen to. His name is uh, Quinn's Ideas on uh, YouTube. He goes into a big old long rant. Anyway, I'm not going to do that. Does he rant about uh, this trailer? Wait, was does he rant about critical race theory? Sorry. I know you had to throw that in there. And you know what? This is, listen, that? this was this was a no. property no, that was no, no. from 1965. Hold on. This property was from 1965, so if it wasn't from 1975 on, Rob doesn't know about it. Cuz it doesn't exist. Because it's not an action film that stars I don't care. Uh now, anyway, so Timothy Charlemagne plays Paul Paul Atreides who becomes Paul Muad'Dib in the book series. One of the famous lines comes from this movie is, he who controls the spice controls the universe. And the planet Arrakis has a lot of these sandworms that create the spice that allows, I forget what it, how, it's called. How the, uh, do these worms create good the spice? Cooking? They eat regular sand and they just make spice, basically. So yeah. fill it, I'm not going to go there. So but yeah. fill in the blanks. Fill in the blanks, people. So wait, that so wait. they make cooking taste good. Okay. No, 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 no. See what the spice does. It's called spice melange, and what the spice melange does is it 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 enables certain. It makes the universe people, go around. Creatures, something. No, 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 no. They're, that's how they're able to travel through space. Yeah, it makes the universe. They can fold space into itself. So the uh, big thing. It's pretty interesting. From what I recall from seeing the original movie, and so the big thing they're fighting over is worm dropping. A, okay, I'm gonna edit that out. No, I mean it's it's. You're gonna keep it. No, in. I'm gonna edit it out because that's it's spice. You can't inaccurate. You can't, well, it's accurate, but no. You can't edit out the worm droppings. Yes, but no. He he uh, who controls the worm droppings controls whatever the rest of the line was. Look, the universe. Look, look, look. You're so, just mad. So you're what just it mad is because you is, only half know how to use spice. Yeah. Well, the spice actually Wait. Uh, changes you. It it gives you um. Blue eyes, blue within blue. Well, blue bayou. This is quickly getting blue bayou. This is. I was gonna say we're making derailed. fun of it, but no, no, no. I know you guys are making fun. fun of it, but this is like this so, is so okay. So before before we truly derail you completely, I do actually have a question because go ahead. Um, I've heard you talk about Dune before because uh, Dune is one of my favorite properties. Period. It's like an amazing space story. Right. How many books in total are there? Four. 
or yes, expanded? Core. No, core. Just core. I believe there's six. But Frank Herbert did not get to finish his final book. So his son, Brian Herbert, took over and wrote a bunch of books, which a lot of the fans do not consider that canon. Okay. Well, we're dealing with the main core six, right? Yeah. The main core six are like, it, it's all about intrigue and uh, the Butlerian Jihad and many, many other things. Golas, which are like uh, poppies, kind of like a okay. kind of like a clone. Okay. And so there's like, a God so, Emperor. So let, me, so, so let me ask you this. Go ahead. We have a main core six. Mm-hmm. The the movie from the eighties. That's just the first. Where book. did that? That's just the first book. Just How the first long book, was that movie? But that movie's like two and a half hours, but that you can't condense the book into those two and a half hours. They just rushed it. Okay, and I think it. that's what they're going to do with this, with this Dune movie. They're probably going to break it up into two films to really tell the story completely. You know what? I, which is what I'm really looking forward I, to. I heard that, but I didn't see, on unless it's, um, you know, so Dennis Villeneuve. I hope I'm saying Villeneuve. Villeneuve. No, I think it's Villeneuve. Villeneuve, yeah. Well, that French. is French guy. Uh, I know he's directing this, but I went to check, and there wasn't another one in development. Uh, so I don't know if he's doing just the one, which he is a... Actually, no. He's doing a series on HBO Max that has to do with the Benny Gesserit. But I'm, I'm talking about breaking this up into two parts, though. I mean, I would hope to have him for a well, second I mean, part, because he's a th- good director. Think about it, though. Think about it, though. They make let's say they've made this movie. They're already gonna release it. We have a date and everything. October twenty second. This can be the jumping off point. You have people intrigued by the movie. You later on, maybe like assuming the turnaround in Hollywood, maybe two three months after, release a series that continues from where the movie left off. And in the series, you can go into a lot more depth. But this, um, but the series how many episodes is a spinoff, I believe, right? Uh, yes, it basically tells the story of the Benny Gesserit and uh, uh, the Reverend Mother Helen Mohayim. I just, but I mean, even if it covers that, and it's technically a spinoff, it can still be kind of like a. It could, it could technically be a sequel, a continuation of the story, just from a different aspect or a different. And well, it would have to be told from the aspect of the Bene Gesserit, which is, uh, it's a whole long story. It's hard to explain. We would have to really okay. focus on that. But I just Dune itself looks like an amazing movie. This movie has been in production for what two, three years now. Well, yeah, it was, suppo- like it was supposed to come out. Talk about it longer. It was supposed to come out like Christmas time, but COVID pushed it back. Which is fine because they've actually been able to refine and make the movie a little bit better. One one thing for sure, I know this will be good on IMAX. You know, big biggest screen possible because oh. uh, it's a lot of great oh, you know, visuals. Look, as a fan of Dune, and I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm gonna go watch this. I know it's on HBO Max, but I am gonna pay the money to see it in IMAX. You know what? I think they made a special agreement that this does not come on HBO Max because. It is on, on HBO trailer. Max because it is. They released the trailer this morning on HBO Max. Because I, I well, remember that, that, and also at the end of the trailer, it says in theaters, and then the little slash line, and uh, says, did... and on HBO Max, same day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I know the director was upset, you know, 
because uh, they made this movie for the big screen. But every every director is upset by that. Look oh, at yeah. Christopher Nolan's comments about it. Yeah, that is true too. But look, I'm look looking the, forward to this film. This is a movie that the... I do want to go see. So, what do you guys think? Give me your thoughts, Danny. Uh, IMAX for sure. I'm gonna go see it on uh, the biggest screen possible. No, but what was your reaction to the trailer? I thought it was a little bit long trailer. I kind of liked the first one better, but I rewatched this again about an hour or so ago. You know, it was pretty good. I'm definitely gonna go see it. And yeah, Lewis, what's your thoughts on the trailer? Uh, my thoughts, honestly, I this may be very much against the two of you, but I'm not a hundred percent sold on IMAX yet. I I will definitely. This does feel like has to be seen on a big screen i just don't know that for me that means going to imax but i will see it in theaters for sure okay that's fair you know it'd be a cool cool one i don't know if it'll be reopened yet but the cinerama dome uh that would be cool to see it on oh that would actually be be pretty dope that would be pretty dope but it's closed indefinitely i mean for now Or not. Didn't uh didn't Regal buy that? I don't. Someone bought that. Regal bought. No, Regal bought ArcLight. Well, they bought ArcLight. Yeah, Sherman Oaks. Um. Yeah. Hopefully. But I thought Regal also bought like another another ArcLight, and I thought it was the Cinerama Dome. I know Cinerama Dome's gonna come back. I know it's tempor. It's just temporarily closed because they have to redo. They have to remove all the ArcLight stuff. From it. But it, I think I think someone did buy it. Eventually, someone will, should take it over, for sure. Okay. Should we buy it? I wish we could. Is that in our budget? <laughs> do it. Let's do uh, it. Let's no. Do it. Let's buy the Cinerama Dome, and we'll host live podcasts every week in the Cinerama Dome. <laughs> I love it. That would be nice. And then, and, and then we'll rebrand it just for all of the ninety kids. We'll rebrand it the dip, uh, the Dimma Dome. <laughs> That's horrible. File. The Dimmy Dome and, and and Jaime, you gotta you gotta rename yourself Dale Dimmy Dome. Owner and of I gotta Dimmy wear the big, the big hat, right? The big ten gallon hat. No, but it's it's not ten gallon. It's like a ninety gallon hat. Yeah, well, you know, you build on it. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so now we're gonna go into a movie review, and I know we all saw this movie, and I thought this movie was a piece of garbage. Oh, uh, we're starting off early, aren't we? And it was a nostalgic uh, cash grab. And I didn't like it. Uh, the main person couldn't act for squat. No arguments here. Algae rhythm was terrible. Whoa. Whoa. He was terrible. Yeah. I don't. Okay. I'm going to be 100% honest here. Did, did we even say what the movie was yet? We have not. not yet. But we are talking about Space Jam, A New Legacy. Welcome to the jam. Oof. 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 Rough. Well, look. I don't like Don Cheadle. I've never liked him as an actor. Not my cup of tea. Come on, man. I, I know he's a good actor, but he's just Come I on, there's man. just something about Rwanda. him. I just didn't like that movie. Crash. I I like that movie. I didn't like his acting. The Fresh <laughs> Prince of Bel Air episode where he's Will Smith's friend from episode from season one. Nope. I there's just something about Brody. him that just rubs me the wrong way. His his one minute cameo that got him an Emmy nomination. The only thing that I like him in That's Brody. No. I like him in a funnier die skit where he plays Captain Planet. That's the only thing I like yes. him in. Yes. 
But anyway, we, let's go back to this on, film. Honestly, honestly, the next thing we put up on our Facebook has to be that video. <laughs> the Funny or Die video? Funny or Die video. I swear to God, okay. I need to rewatch that. That needs to be re-entered into my life. Okay. Well, let's talk about Space Jam and New Legacy. All right. Who, um, where do we start off? Uh, first of all, first of all, show of audio. Who it, just in general, who's a fan of basketball? I love basketball. Like I, die hard. You watch games legitimately to watch, not just like it, a, oh, I, I, I would rather game. play it than watch it. But I <laughs> right, like of course. I mean, I've been a Laker fan. You know, I rooted for them in the playoffs and happy they got their 17 championship. But I honestly don't watch it as much as you know the highlight of the Kobe days. But you know, the first uh, Kobe Shaq run in the 2000s when I was in middle school, and then Kobe's back to back championships. Almost back to back to back, but stupid Boston. Um, you know, um, but I don't watch basketball as much as I watch baseball or hockey. Okay, Jaime, you? Uh, I don't watch basketball at all. I mean, I'll follow it and I'll, I'll watch game highlights on like YouTube, or Facebook or wherever. You know, I can catch a highlight for any specific game that I'm looking for. Um. I'm not a particular fan of just one team. I mean, I, there's players that I really, really enjoy watching because they're fun. And then there are other players that you just want to hate on and you just want to just take a dump all over them. Right. Okay. And it, that, it sucks, but like that's, that's the name of the game, I guess. But going back to Space Jam, A New Legacy, this movie to me felt like a cash grab. It felt like a... Uh, very self-serving movie where it's oh it's all about me and you gotta be like me and this this and that and well here's i get that in basketball there has to be individuality you gotta be your own person you gotta be able to do your own thing right now and and that's what can i can i that was one of the premise yeah go ahead uh first off space jam i thought it was okay there were some parts i liked but i'm not gonna go ahead and defend it as being a great movie or anything but you could make the argument that the first Space Jam is a cash grab in itself. Come on. Yes, that you could say that. You know, so do, uh, I mean, do, I do think... either of you know the history of why Space Jam came to be? It's to sell shoes, right? Yeah, because the the Air Jordan that came out, if I remember correctly, it might be the ninety four ninety five. Right, but I'm trying to remember the number. I want to say it was the sixes. It was the Jordan 5 or 6, one of the two, uh, with the glossy black bottom and the white top. Um, they made a commercial, uh, obviously starring Michael Jordan, but it also starred Bugs Bunny as Hair Jordan. Uh, and it was just them playing pickup basketball to sell the shoe. And the success of the commercial being a big hit and the shoes being a big hit, they wrote a movie around that 15-minute, maybe 20-minute commercial. Not 20-minute, 15-20-second uh, 20, commercial. They built like an hour and 10-minute movie around it. Which, hey. 90-minute movie. As a kid who grew up in the right time, who was the right age at the right time for that movie, I loved it. It's still one of my favorite movies to watch. I'll watch it when I'm sick. I'll watch it when I'm i watch it when i'm happy it's a great fucking time that being said i recognize 
at this age. It is not that very well done as far as Michael's acting, but I did he's a basketball player. Didn't expect any great acting from him. But at least the story, you know, made sense. You know, it was entertaining and it wasn't overly preachy about anything. It was just, hey, there's a fun movie with the Looney Tunes in it. Have fun. This was the complete opposite of that. I mean, pretty much. This movie got really preachy at points. From the jump, it, and you know what's sad? They parallel the first movie so much in the first like 10 minutes. It's annoying. Mm-hmm. Like it, all it made me think was I would rather rewatch Space Jam while sitting in this movie theater. You know, okay, so the opening montage was just all highlights of. Let's not take that away from. Face? No, but let's not take that away from. In the original Space Jam, that's what that was too. Yeah, I right. mean, that's... But this one seemed, seemed a little to. more self-serving. Yeah, I mean, you have to. I mean, would you prefer they put Pau Gasol highlights? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I love Well, I mean, Pau, Pau Gasol is a more dynamic player than LeBron James. I said it. I'm not taking it back. Whatever. Fuck off. But, um... <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. As you so can many, tell, I'm the so best. Many, so many people out there, you know, when discussing best player of all time, Pau Gasol, LeBron James. Just saying. I mean, I mean, I love Pau Gasol. Look. I used to, you know, I used to hate on LeBron. I think my viewpoint of him has changed. Uh, you know, I don't, you know, I don't hate him for the sake of hating him, which I think he gets a lot of hate. You know, I, I think he's done, like, a lot of good. You know, like, I know in Ohio, he's built, like, a bunch of schools, and those schools give out free bikes uh, to underprivileged kids. You know, I think that's great. Uh, I know he does a lot of social work, you know, the uh, uh, shut up and dribble from Fox News on him, Um, you know, so I my viewpoint of him has changed. You know, I I don't think hating him or liking him takes away from any other players legacy. You know, Uh, obviously, being a Lakers fan, you know, I always like Kobe Bryant, Uh, you know, and there's always the discussion of who's the best and then. MJ. Well, well, you just said it right there. You said a key word in your little speech right there: legacy. That's what this movie was about. Yeah. Legacy. But, but let, and the other um, thing, it's designed for kids. We're not specifically the no, 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 no. Was no, it designed no, for no, kids? No, no, I don't no, think so because they put a lot of stuff in there. Game of no, Thrones. Uh, no, but let's uh, be, they let, had the. Let's be thorough with this. I years ago was also just a LeBron hater just to hate on him. I hated him for no good reason other than the comparison between him and Kobe, who's better, who's the next Michael. To me, it was always going to be Kobe, Michael, LeBron. That's the order. And right now, thanks to Milwaukee winning the championship last night, it's now Kobe, Michael, Giannis, LeBron. That's neither here nor there. That's a whole different episode that we can deal with. But I still think that's for the early. Si- he's only got one championship. But he's got two MVPs now. And defensive player of the year. Only three other players have done that. One being Michael. One being Giannis. The third being Hakeem Olajuwon. LeBron hasn't done it. LeBron will never do it. But, that, again, that's, well, not, that's for a whole other not, episode. Not at his age. How old is he now? Like 36? 37? I mean, you know, whatever. I mean, we don't have to put age on it to make me feel on- like shit. His his skills are obviously in decline. You know, I think his 
he never really got hurt until he came to the Lakers, right? Like he never yeah, had but any... but if you listen to no, everyone, he get who... hurt all the time. Come on. No, but if you listen to no, he flops all the time. That's the difference. If you listen to that, the people that, who love LeBron, like they love love LeBron for no good reason other than it's just LeBron. He's never in decline. He's always building. He's always being built up higher and higher. And again, I feel like the 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 legitimate basketball side of LeBron can be saved for another day because we're more focusing on the 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 movie itself. And to be honest, again, they redid the the intro with him being a kid and, and the game of basketball being introduced to him young. Um. I just feel like it was so heavy-handed with the whole, like, there can be no distractions within the basketball court. Okay, fine. You don't want to be distracted because you want to be the best? Fine. That's a great mentality to have when you're when you're on, you're on, and you're focused, and you're, you're lasered in. You know what? But that then, didn't bother me. Right, you know didn't you it bother else? you a little bit? It was a little too heavy-handed. It bothered me a little bit because he's like, when you're in this square, you do nothing but work. It's like, well, you got to have fun, too. Yeah, yeah, because you're think kid, about it, you you're have not, to have fun. You're not always locked into the court. You live outside exactly. the court. So what do you do outside? That's what you bothered just do me the most you when he down? made that statement. When he made that statement, it bothered me a lot because I was like, "Well, they're kids. You gotta let them." I think live a little. also, and it's funny. It seems like you're both blaming LeBron for this. Like he wrote the movie. No, 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 no. Grant, I'm not blaming LeBron granted, for this. Granted, he is a producer, but you know, and he also somebody... oversaw. He ordered a lot of rewrites for this movie. Well, did he? I mean, he's not, he doesn't yes. know that. He's not a screenwriting guy. He's Again, not an actor. We're not saying he himself he's a, rewrote everything. He ordered he, it as a producer on the movie. He ordered it. Here, here's There's the thing. Reports. If you if you change the points you guys are making, and you know, I do understand your criticisms on it, then you have to rewrite the movie. This is the themes they went for. You know, you can't expect anything dense or complicated from a kids' movie in the end. Yeah, you it's can. It's not going to be. Well, you can great make a example. Kids movie fun. I have a great you example. You don't make a kids of, movie a slog to watch. Hold on, but I have a great example of of expecting more from a kids movie, an American Tale. Oh damn! <laughs> Want me to speak on it? Mm, no. Oh no no go ahead go ahead. I like how you went from the the, Im- the immigration issues that American Tale deals with. It is a one to one parallel of the immigration from the Europe's to the Americas as America was first growing, not colonies, but actual states and the country was growing and building outward. Which is why if you take American Tale and Five O Goes West, the sequel, you see how oppressed people come to this country, get taken advantage of by people and stuff like that. And the trials and tribulations, granted, it is exaggerated for a kid's movie's sake because it's gotta capture the kid's eyes. It's got to hold them in it. But there's a lot of dark. If you rewatch that movie now, it's a lot of dark stuff that comes up. A lot of dark themes come up with that movie that are a one-to-one parallel of that of that era that it's set in. So, yes, you can expect deeper stuff from a kid's movie. What you can't do is you cannot expect a deep message from a cash grab like we've been saying. And whether that's completely on LeBron James or or his team or his or his production company or whatever or even just warner brothers in general which let's be honest considering how glorified warner brothers was in this movie maybe it is mostly from warner brothers who cares 
it you we criticize it not because we're wanting to change it you know it's already been made it's already out there at the end of the day we're criticizing because that's what we can do we can talk about how they misstepped how we wish they would have taken other things into consideration it's not again even myself again as an ex just lebron hater i'm trying to remove that from myself not just because he's a laker now but even before he came to the lakers i was trying to remove that i hate lebron because of hating lebron's sake i don't like lebron the basketball player because he's a piece of shit on the court he, he's a crybaby he loves to get fouls he loves to flop like ronaldo and cristiano ronaldo and he loves to hype himself up as this underdog but He's a multiple-time champion. He's not an underdog anymore. He is the status quo. LeBron, the guy, what he's done with the charities and the I Promise schools and the giving back to Cleveland and stuff like that, and even here in L.A. when he's come here and what he's given back to the communities here in L.A., I 100% applaud him for it, and I would be willing to support him in doing in continuing those efforts. But I just don't like him as a player, and that's fine. I think everyone can attest that everyone has their own difference of opinions with people but now regarding the movie i mean damn it's one thing to be subtle and like drop a message or two here and there in a movie but when it takes a steel chair and just smacks you upside the head with it and then screams in your face this is the message i mean that's that's kind of that's kind of bad it's it's heavy-handed what it is at points, it's very heavy-handed. They use the, was it the WV? What was it called? The the the, the serververse. Serververse. The serververse had a lot of like these properties that were very, uh, like Game of Thrones was one of them that they showed. Um, Harry Potter was another one. All Harry the, Potter was another one. All the DC, like three different the penguins. DC. Yeah. Oh God, yeah, they you know, did have. It, a you know, you know, and in the background, if you watch it, you see it is in the background. You see Agent one Smith point, from the Matrix in the background. Agent Smith from the Matrix. You know who else? The uh, Scooby Doo boys from the movie. Um, the Gremlins. A Clockwork Orange. No, the guys. From oh the yeah, Clockwork the Clockwork Orange, Orange boys. They were. Yeah, I saw that article. Yeah. There's there's mm-hmm. a fun movie, kids. Yeah. I mean, we can review it at some point. Wait, I read the book. But, okay, but this movie this movie went longer than it should have. It was a little um, long. Does yeah. anyone remember how I, long the movie I get, is? I get that they're they're trying to base it on a fun game that LeBron's son designed, and you have to have style points and all this other fanciful nonsense. It just it just okay. It didn't resonate with me, and that's why I I think that I didn't really like it. I watched it and I I enjoyed seeing the Looney Tunes on the screen. There was Big Chungus, which was a really fun nod to an internet meme. There was a point where they used WB properties and they just re-plastered their their uh, two characters like uh, Rick and Morty. Like when they were doing uh, what's that movie? Where Powers? Well, yeah, Austin Powers was one of them. Oh, I did, but I did like those parts. You know that that's what I did like about it. I thought Wiley the Wiley Coyote part I think was the best. In Mad Max, which we put. Oh God, that was so good. That was so good. And you know. Like seeing Casablanca, because you know, like kids don't know about Casablanca. Even, even, no, they don't. even, but that was for us. Yeah, even even people our age probably don't care too much about Casablanca. But you know, just the joke on it because uh, the main character- and the joke about the Matrix. 
where Granny jumps up. That and she does hurt. That, 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 that one hurt that, a little bit. That was that was very cringy. Yeah. Yeah. And then you see, then, think, you, then I, you see, uh, honestly, uh, Speedy I, Gonzalez, arriba, arriba, ay, my hat. Like that was so terrible. I'll be honest. I think all the Granny parts in this movie were cringeworthy, to say the least. Yeah. There was one that I liked. Which one? The one at the end. Oh, during the game. Yes, the one where she stops the the the. It was the, cool. The looking, bad guys with, but with I time. Feel like, we're... But I feel like that was also very, like, I don't know. Every every other moment leading up to that ruined that for me, like a little but, bit, okay, not okay, entirely, but, but just listen, a little bit. But listen, so in the movie, LeBron is very everything has to be done by the book. Yeah, when fun, you're in these the fundamentals, guy. Yeah, yeah. If you're in these lines, you're gonna do work. And then at some point, he just kind of gives up. And is like, yeah, you guys do whatever the hell you want. And then that the, at that point, well, when, the, when the secret cameo comes in from Can the great one, about that? Michael B. Jordan. Holy shit. That was like the best part. Uh, from honestly, that point on, I think the movie got really funny. And I, and I liked it from that point. Because they played that music of him walking down. And Sylvester the Cat was like, I found the great one. I and I was Michael like, Jordan. oh. Yeah. Yeah, I found them. I found them. And then and, and then, then you see the shoes. They they show you the shoes first. It's like, oh my god, those are the originals. Fuck. Right, right. And then I think from that point on it got really fun. Really? Uh, that me, was your fun because point? They, they Yeah, because they let the Looney Tunes be the Looney Tunes. It wasn't like you have to do this and you gotta be but a robot. It's, and, uh, it, it's funny it that so stupid. You say, I mean, didn't that happen in the original? You know, like Jordan was trying to play uh legit and then he realized that to win they gotta get Looney. You know, and then he stretches. Well, no, no, no. The but, Looney Tunes were the there ones was that were device. like, you got to drink the the, there was, there the was Michael's special juice or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah but, so... but Michael Jordan agreed that, okay, we're only going to win if we beat Looney. And then that's when they did, like, the Pulp Fiction reference with uh, Yosemite Sam and uh, Elmer Fudd. And then they were running up and down the court and, and beating up the monster. I think that moment was more earned in the original than in this new version because... right. I'm not talking about if it was earned. I'm saying it's essentially the same. Oh thing. no! It, now yeah, one it, was one was executed better, of course. You know, in the original. Yes, yeah, it was true. Yeah, I mean, in that in that respect, especially the fact that it was halftime, and they were down by a ton. A thousand. It was a thousand. Over a thousand points or something. Wait, yeah, was, it was the original? The score was one thousand forty. So like two. Oh, don't, don't ask me to remember. Six to thirty-seven. Wait, but dude, I, I'm I, thankful. I remember who was in this movie, let alone what the score was. I, I like the original. It's like kind of one-sided, isn't it? <laughs> yep. I remember that. That was great. But, yeah, I mean, um, as far but, but as again, that... when they got to that point uh, where they were allowed to be loony and you see Taz, Tasmanian Devil do the spin and he moves the court in the opposite direction, cool. Cool. I thought that was funny. That was a I mean, there were funny points in this film, but overall, it was not executed well. No, um, and and again, I'm a fan of basketball. I'm a fan of the Looney Tunes and stuff like that. Definitely, the second half of the game was obviously the better half of the game, but I feel like to me, I started having fun once everyone was in place. I think the the movie roundup where they went through all the different properties to to round everybody up and stuff like that. I thought that was fun mm-hmm. because. Again, they were able to be loony, they were able to be a little funny with it, and they were able to, to play around with with expectations, you know. 
did anyone really expect them to do Mad Max with the Roadrunner Wiley Caillou? Did you no. did you expect yeah. Austin yes, Powers only, to be anywhere near this it. movie? Okay, but in your head with the Space Jam yeah, movie, why do you involved, have to be such a party pooper? Yeah, I was hell, just shitting on my parade. You're shitting on my parade, Danny. You're shitting on my parade. Hold on. Sorry, sorry that I bring back. Sorry that I bring back. No, no, that's fine. No, I'm just saying that like you anti-vaxxers. Like, if... No, I'm kidding. There, Whoa. No, 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 nobody, nobody. We already on. talked about Whoa. this on the nobody, last podcast. Nobody, We're all vaccinated. Nobody here is. Nobody here is anti-vaccine. Go get your shots, people. Yes, please. <laughs> shots fired. Well, um, well played. No, those are vaccines coming out of a machine gun. <laughs> get vaccinated. Let, let me just say this, and we'll give our final thoughts on this whole movie because this. This is just convoluted. Um, I'll give you my final thoughts on this film. Uh, at one point, I, I, I didn't enjoy it until I got to that point where I was just like, oh my God, this movie's almost over. And, and at some point, I was just like, okay, I get it. They made this movie for kids, but there's a lot of adult references in it. Uh, but in reality, who was this movie made for? For people who, were, who, who have nostalgia who are trying to cling to the past and won't let it go. They just want to live in a period of time that just is, represents something to them. And I get that. But at some point, you got to progress. you got to make leaps and bounds with what you do. So wait, are, and are, for you, me, are you saying that one should let the past die? Oh, God! I didn't say it. I didn't say it, but you know God. what? I'm just all I'm saying Fuck is this. Yourself, man. All, all you're saying is kill oh it if you have God. to. Oh my God! <laughs> stab yourself in the eye with a pencil like John Wick. <laughs> well, he doesn't stab. Well, here's what I'm trying to say: is we all can't be Rob living in the '80s, okay? That that's just it. Both of you file I, every I, file this last minute into I the file. I didn't say anything. I I just I said movie quote. I said. Listen, I I said I said nothing about anybody. I was just using a movie quote, as anybody else would use a movie quote pertaining to the reference. And let's be honest, somebody was fishing for that reference, mm, and you got yeah, it. I guess so. But okay, anyway, back to back to this. You you knew I would go there. I had a little bit of fun towards the end when I knew it was going to end, and I was just, thank God it's over, it's done. Overall, is this movie for me? No. It's maybe for somebody. It had to, it was made for somebody. It just wasn't made for me. Danny? I mean, there are parts of it enjo- I enjoyed. It was not a great movie at all. Um, but like I said, you know, it wasn't, and I think Jaime touched upon it a little bit, it wasn't made for us, despite, yes, the obvious uh, nostalgia baiting and, and, and uh, property referencing that they had, you know, to entertain the adults and whatnot. You know, would I watch it again? No. Was the original Space Jam better? Yes. But, you know, I just, I keep those in mind when I think about this movie. It was what it was. I don't hate it because of uh, the references it tried, or the plot points it tried to make, which, yes, were they on the nose? A little bit, but, you know. Yeah, you were right, Lewis, in bringing up American Tale, but, like, kids' movies nowadays, they're not made in that vein, so, you know, I don't think it's, can judge it back if you get what i'm saying so that's that's my thought lewis give us your thoughts on this film i mean i i personally feel like yes we can hold 
the current movies up to the old standards. We shouldn't because clearly they're made by different people and the generations change. When we were kids was obviously different than the kids that are going through stuff right now. Fine, I'll give you all that. But I feel like there is still some merit in being able to compare. Not a one-for-one comparison because, by God, they're not the same topics. But we can find something in in kids' movies. I feel like kids' movies can still have a message and be entertaining. I mean, e- even if we look to a slightly younger movie to compare it to, Wally. Wally was fantastic. It was a great movie with a message. You know, was it as, was it a one for one like American Tale? Not necessarily, but, you know, it was built for a different generation that we were already aged out of. But I, in my opinion, I still liked it. Referring back to what we were talking about with the new Space Jam, holy crap. I think it's bad when you can roast the movie while watching the movie for the first time, and it almost sounds like you're making a CinemaSins video for it. Like a live CinemaSins video for it. And it, yeah, it, I think so. It was bad, and I agree with Jaime. Definitely the second half of the game was my favorite half of the game because that's kind of my favorite half of the game in the first movie as well. I could do a rewatch of it just to catch all the references and all the like nods to different movies or different properties and stuff like that that I like. Um, and to truly like if I want if I wanted to I could jot down like literally all the points that I could make negative or good for this movie but um, I'll give it I mean I'll give it middle of the road I'll give it a 5 out of 10 I don't recommend people going and spend their hard earned money at the movie theater for it maybe go buy some dollar can- maybe watch it on HBO Max the way I did yeah go watch it on HBO Max Yeah, <laughs> go to the Dollar Tree grab some candy for like for on the cheap grab a couple bags of popcorn and you know sit down and watch on nhbl max with your already paid plan like do that you're already paying for it you might as well watch it but damn i would recommend the first one over this one 100 percent of the way i think i would too agreed breaking news yes we have some breaking news right now uh regarding the, break- the wrestling world so go ahead and give us that breaking news lewis i all right, good gentlemen. So, uh, as the wrestling people that we are, we were very much uh, Danny. You were definitely an Attitude Era person, correct? Yeah, my uh, that was the extent of my wrestling, and then I kind of fell off and just pretty much watch it at Rob every couple months. When when so the Rob is one of our friends that we talk about a lot, but he's a you know he's a really cool guy. He collects a lot of wrestling. Uh, he's pretty damn dope. Yeah, he is. He collects a lot of wrestling memorabilia, uh, action figures, and stuff like that. He also collects a lot of Star Wars. If, if I ever get a chance, I'll take photos of that, and I'm going to go ahead and post that on our Facebook. Or if he would like to, he could post it on our Facebook, Nerdolution Podcast. Give him that plug. Also, uh, we also have an Instagram. Yes, like like our Facebook page. Yeah, people. please. Follow the Instagram. Instagram is at Nerdolution. And you can respond to posts. And... Uh, Rob, Rob would probably like this news right now. Rob I, is our, I wouldn't Rob, lie. Rob is our wrestling Wikipedia. Yes, he is. Um, okay. So everyone would say we started watching around the 2010s, correct? I actually, I was watching from 2000. I, but, but did you I, stop? It was very hit and miss for me. Okay. So we all remember 
what was the summer of punk right summer of cm punk when he dropped the pipe bomb and he, he became the tour de force that he was towards the end of his uh wwe career correct correct all right so hot off the press or lukewarm off the press um obviously punk left wwe in bad in bad shape he went to fight in the ufc but now he has come around he is doing a full circle to wrestling and he will join all elite wrestling aew as of today uh sources confirm that it is a done deal uh punk has not fought since 2014 but the source here says the arrangement to work for aew is a done deal right now at this point they are waiting until they are in person to sign the contract uh that's basically- big Based off the article, the debut time frame has not been confirmed, but it would be hard to believe that AEW would pass up the opportunity to involve the second city savior at All Out in Chicago, which if I remember correctly, uh, Chicago, All Out Chicago is supposed to be, I know it's end of year, but I want to say it's like November. So we still have a few months to go. That's really good. I, I mean, I'm happy for CM Punk. He didn't do very well in the UFC, but one of his losses was actually overturned to a uh, no contest, which is good for him. So that one doesn't so count. So that one doesn't count, but he only has one official loss on his record, which is fine. Who cares? I, I mean, credit to him for going. You know, that's, that's one thing. Like, I've seen a couple blog sites making fun of him, but, you know, uh, wrestling blog sites. And, you know, he was a long shot all the way um you know he was training because i saw the videos he was he was putting in the training but you know he was also what 38 40 when he fought you know and he's going against like guys that are 10 years younger Mickey than Gall. um yeah so you know uh was he a good ufc fighter no not at all but he went out there he did it uh and i think that's tough talk for bloggers to be like oh ha 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 he lost you go do that shit yeah man. it's difficult you you're a karate teacher so you know how difficult it can be by by just doing the training right just just keeping a training regimen yeah and as mike tyson said everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face there you go also <laughs> which i could i could i could speak from experience of going to many sparring sessions mapping out exactly what i was going to do and then going on the defensive also AEW signed daniel bryant is that correct? I was I was literally looking for that article, but that is true. Yeah, um, they have. So AEW has actually been signed. AEW has been getting a lot of the what WWE considers has been talent, like they they future endeavor them or you know whatever the case may be. But I think AEW's gonna win big with the CM Punk because everybody's been wanting him to come back. Yeah, he's he's a big ticket guy who um as long as he's continued to take care of himself physically and mentally he could still wrestle at least like a good three four years before he's truly like done Spent. or moved or moved on to part-time instead of full-time right um he's also kind of been away for long enough that the i guess you could say the new era of fans may not know his entire story while guys like you and me who've been watching or the, th- the three of us 
uh, who who watched him when he was coming up on WWE and a little bit of Ring of Honor stuff, um, we know the story. We know what to expect. We can get super hyped up for when he does hit that quality strike, when he does hit the quality stuff. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see what immediately because um, he's gone on record of saying that you know when other people have asked him at cons and stuff. When when other people have asked him at uh, different conventions and stuff like that, that uh, he is not interested in the money. He's mm-hmm. more interested in the quality of matches and the type of opponents he can face. And let's be honest, with the AEW wrestlers, he's got a lot of quality. He's got a lot of people there that he could definitely have good matches with that he's also had matches in the past with. So it'll be interesting. We'll, we shall see. Um, Will this help them bump their way up in the ratings? Yeah. I mean, that's going to be great. Now, last yeah. thing that I yeah. want to talk about before we get off and in this episode. Hey, well, um, I already got off earlier. What? Oh, what? <laughs> no, I mean, I oh, look, geez. first off, I'd like to give a shout out to... Keep it PG. I'd like to give a shout out to a listener. You know, now that we have a couple episodes under our belt, I'd like to give a shout out to a listener. I bet you're... I thought you were going to joke and say, now that we have a listener. That too, we have a listener. Thank you, a listener, whoever, whatever podcast you choose to listen to. Pre- Thank you, Aaron A. Aronson, for listening into the podcast. No. I'd like to give a special shout out to Rob, because we rib him all the time. Uh, Rob has been one of our best friends in our circle group. He's been kind of the anchor for us. Uh, whenever there's an ev- like a wrestling event, we normally go to his house to go watch it. and uh, during the pandemic, we were watching them on uh, Zoom, at least for an episode. Yeah, just a couple of them. We were watching them on uh, here on Discord, which is where we record our audio. And hopefully soon we can get a Discord going with everybody coming in and actually giving us live feedback and listening to a live podcast. That's down the road, but we'll get there. But I'd like to give a shout out to Rob because we always make fun of him. But, you know, we, we do it and we do it. With the utmost respect that he's he's a very stand up guy. He to be never fair, complains. I've been he complains all the time. No, what well, you know what I mean? He doesn't. He, <laughs> he, he knows. I've I've been I've been backing up. I've I may take shots at certain properties, but I've been backing up. Yeah. Well, Rob, look, Rob, thank you for being a listener from the beginning when we were releasing these test flights and actually giving us you know important feedback. Being a friend. So anyway, uh, Danny, final thoughts. Um. Oh wait, I said um. I'm not supposed to say. But no, it doesn't really matter. I try to edit them out as much as possible. This episode, (laughs) take a shot every time you hear um. Yeah, the official nerd illusion drink. Take a shot every time Um, you hear um. You yeah you you take a shot when you hear um, and then you take you finish your drink when you hear the words not guilty. And he's out of there. He has exited the building. Oh, damn. <laughs> well, he's gone. Danny's out of here. Lewis, final thoughts. Final thoughts. I fucked up my hand somehow, and I don't know how. So, listeners, my finger has gone into breakdance mode. Oh, there it is. It's back. All right. That was weird. Uh, final thoughts on this episode, man. It's it's been a fun episode. It's been a good episode. Uh, a lot of good back and forth. I just hope that everyone listening out there is taking time 
to really uh, use this podcast as sort of a uh, a little uh, a little reprieve, a little siesta from your everyday life, a little break. You know, enjoy yourself. You know, grab that big blanket, wrap yourself up in it, grab your cup of coffee, iced or hot, whatever your preference. I don't judge. Take a couple sips, put us in your ear holes, and enjoy yourself. You know why? Because that's what life's about. Sure, we got to work. We got to make money. We got to do what we got to do every day. But you know what you can also do? You can also enjoy it. Because it's all we got, people. This right here, the human connection, is what we got. And nothing, no one should take that away from us. No one can take away our little pleasures. This, to me, hanging out with the two of you, whether we bicker like brothers, we, we, we get along like family, or we debate like a couple old men trying to run for president, I love you guys. I honestly cannot see myself doing this with the other people other than the two of you. We will make it happen. Norlucia Strong, Jaime, hit him with your last thoughts. Well, first off, I'd like to say thank you for listening. Uh, I didn't want to spend half our episode talking about Space Jam, but we did it anyway because all roads lead to Space Jam. But, that being said, you know, getting to talk with you guys on a daily basis about what we're going to talk about this week or what we're going to do for our podcast, it's like, it's, it's a wonderful thing. And I can't see myself doing it without you as, as one of the co-founders. Me and you are like the, the base of this. And I wanted to bring somebody in, and I'm glad that we brought Danny in because he's, he's charismatic. He's very, he's very on the nose sometimes, but I enjoy that because it just makes me think a little bit better. How can I make this a little bit better for everybody to listen to? And, you know, this is just the way I look at it is this is a conversation between friends. And I hope at some point our listeners become our friends. You know, one way that you could engage with us is uh, we have Instagram. We have at Nerdolution. We have Twitter, at Nerdolution. We have a Facebook page, at Nerdolution Podcast. Those are ways that you can engage with us. You can tell us your thoughts. You can instant message us and say, hey, can you guys talk about this next week? And I'm sure that we'll be able to incorporate it in our show. And I want listener engagement. And at some point, like I mentioned earlier in this episode, I would like to have live podcasts where you guys listen in live. And then I release, because I do the editing for these episodes. Sometimes they're great. The editing isn't great. I get it. Hey, man. But I try. Fucking good. All right. But I try, you know? And I'm, I'm happy with the product that I'm putting out there because it's got my personal seal of approval. As well as I know the guys, when I release that episode, it's their seal of approval. So I'd like to say thanks for listening and hit them with your outro. All right, everybody. This has been episode three. I don't know if that did a thing. Did it do it? Did it do it? Oh, wait. Episode three, 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 three. Um, uh, we have had a lot of fun. We've had not enough to drink yet, but we'll get there. Everybody, please do uh, do what it do. Please hit the follow button. Hit the subscribe button. Um, like the pictures, like the posts, engage with us everywhere. We have our personal stuff. We have our Neurolution stuff. Merch is coming soon. I've already got the ideas up here in the dome for merch. 
the fucking live shows are coming soon with hopefully we'll have a home base uh a, a home base of operations here in LA if uh my special lady friend and her friends get their act together and actually build that damn restaurant. Yes, I'm calling you out, Angela. I'm calling you out on this episode. We talked about it at that dinner. Y'all are opening up that theme place. Well, we're gonna fucking open it up. It's like apparently I'm gonna be involved in opening up a cowboy place that's gonna have a stage and we're gonna be fucking part of it. And it's gonna be in the middle of fucking nowhere, Arizona. But hey, money is money. We're gonna make live shows. We're gonna do the damn thing. And that's what we're building up to. Thank you for coming along on the journey with us. Let's remember the good stuff. Mask up. Vaccinate yourselves. Vaccinate the ones you love. Black lives still matter. Asian lives still matter. We all motherfucking matter. And support the arts programs. Let's get to it. Paciente fe, everyone. Let's go. And for me, I'd like to say thank you to my family who listen. I'd like to say thank you to the listeners out there because you're my family too. And you know what? I hope everything goes well for you. I wish you nothing but blessings. Thank you for listening. Peace. Thank you.